and welcome to Cuppers and Catch-Ups. My name is Imogen Chapman and this is my new safe space where I can have a good old chat. This podcast will be focusing on the lessons that I have learnt so far throughout my life, as well as the lessons that others may have learnt throughout theirs. So, grab your cuppers, get comfy and let's have a catch-up. So... Today we are talking to the incredible Zara Morgan, all about the Black Lives Matter movement. This is something that for me is incredibly important and means so much to so many other people. This is something that's not going away anytime soon and I think that it's something that needs to be discussed very openly. In the show notes you'll be able to find links to petitions that you're able to sign as well as places that you're able to donate to, if you feel that you can. Hi, Zara. Um, how are you doing? How is lockdown life at the moment for you? It's a, it's a funny time, isn't it? I think I've gotten used to it, used to it being weird. Yeah. You know, have you been okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I am probably enjoying it a little bit more um, than I should be. I quite like having this slower pace of life, but... I am actually looking thing at uh, looking back to normal um soon I hope. Um but today obviously we are focusing on the Black Lives Matters movement. Um Zara, you've been sharing lots of your social media platforms um that I know I have found very informative and I know that so many others have found very informative so I thought it was best um to ask you to be on today um but I guess we should just start by getting an understanding of exactly what Black Lives Matter mean to you yeah awesome um well I'm glad that it's been informative um it's not all my own stuff I know I've been sharing a lot of things um and it's not at all a new thing um I've been sharing this stuff for god knows how many years um and it's nice that finally it's kind of brought to the forefront and people are paying attention and are realizing that by saying black lives matter we're not at all saying that all lives don't matter um it's just unfortunate that um black lives don't matter enough to um to many people um and that's not to necessarily to say that to people that oh oh, my words have gone funny (laughs) that's not necessarily saying that Black lives don't matter to the people we know and we love, um, but it's just that a lot of people are completely unaware of and how racism sits in our in our own society. It's not an American thing; it's a it's a global thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think I saw a quote um, the other day when um, this sort of started to become quite public over on Instagram that it's not that all lives don't matter but it's that when black lives matter all lives will matter and that for me really helped me understand not that I was ever completely ignorant to it but I I did used to think well all lives matter and not in the sense of that's more important but in the sense of why is it even a thing because to me all lives are completely equal and all lives matter so for me, it took me a while to get my, my head around, why are we just focusing on one? Why why would you not want everything to be equal and everyone to be equal? But I definitely understand that 
way more now and that's only because of people like you and others sharing things and like educating so many of us at the moment um I mean I had some questions from a few people um and one of the questions was if you've ever experienced racism yourself personally do you remember the first time um that it affected you that's a hard question um God, it's a really hard question. Um, yeah, you saw my post the other day um, asking friends and family, um, black, white, um, all races, to kind of t- tell us about what they'd experienced and what they'd seen. Um, and the strangest part is when writing it, I, there were a few things that immediately jumped into my head. Um, but on reading everyone else's comments, I thought, yeah, that happened to me, that one happened to me. And um, you have to to an extent you have to put those things in the back of your mind otherwise you will literally just never get through a week because you will always be triggered and you'll always be upset um some examples um it's often so there's been a few times where there's been outright racism that everyone would consider racist yeah you've been called the n-word i mean remember we were i was with a group of friends um coming back from Thorpe Park on the train and we were chased by a group of boys like actually physically chased and screamed at and name called um and that was when I was about 16 17 um my mum has always been very open with the discussion on racism um I mean we're quite lucky to have not experienced overt racism very often um Mm. I know she has throughout her life she moved to the UK in, in in the 1960s um as a child so the things things are different in terms of how open people are with it, but it's all the the little side comments that people often don't even um, realize are offensive. I've been told, "Oh, you speak like a white girl. What does a white girl speak like? Like, what, what should I sound like?" <laughs> what does that even that? mean? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Or uh, you're pretty for a white girl. Even I mean, I told Patrick the other day, and this is again just something that pops into your mind as you as you're talking. Um, but the fact that I can't walk into a into a large boots even and find a pair of tights that is that match my skin colour. Um, we talk about obviously in pageantry we talk about nude shoes often. I can't find nude shoes. I can find yeah. shoes that that are are peach coloured, <laughs> but I can't find nude that is my nude. Um, yeah. And as I said, things have changed a lot. Um, but it, it's all these tiny, tiny, tiny microaggressions that you face frequently. Yeah. Just going back to that um, post that you made the other day, just for anybody that doesn't know, Zara put up a uh, Facebook status asking um, friends and family to share their experiences with racism in the comments. Um, how many comments do you have currently on that? If, if you know, I, it was a crazy amount. Honestly, I think there's maybe close to 350 comments and some of them um, document or document, <laughs> some of them show several different incidences in one comment so there's a real real range there yeah I found that personally really hard to read and I couldn't even read through all of them because it it made me upset so you know for you I I can't imagine how upset you must have been knowing that these were as well your friends and family because so many of them that commented that on, on the status are also my friends and I just it's something that's not discussed enough I think so when I read it for me it's completely shocking because sometimes I think I can't believe that that actually happens because I would never think 
in that way. And I think so many other people think the same as me because it's not an issue for them. I, I completely would never look at someone and think, oh, they're black. Like, <laughs> that's not the first thing that comes into my, my brain. So I think for so many other people, we we aren't necessarily seeing the massive issue because to us it's not an issue yeah if you understand what I mean like it's it's not an issue in in my head so being able to read those things I I just could some of them I just couldn't really believe that that they are that they were real because I just thought really like that's actually happening because obviously it doesn't happen to myself yeah um yeah obviously at the moment the riots that are happening in the US. Um, there's many people um, here and, and across the world um, who I've spoken to. I actually had a conversation with someone this morning about it. And they've got some really strong opinions on the riots. Um, people aren't understanding the need for the riots. And they're asking, why can't we just protest peacefully? And I mean, from from my point of view, like I feel that we've we've tried that, <laughs> we tried that, and it and it wasn't recognised. Um, and in return for a peaceful protest, we just got violence. Um, but you know, what what are your views on on that? I, it's difficult. Um, and I think to start with, I can't not say that I don't think anyone actually wants violence in in any in anything like that they'll always be opportunists um and unfortunately those opportunists are the ones that we hear about um you also hear that some of the alt-right groups are infiltrating those those riots and making things deliberately worse so that the people who are protesting um yeah are reported on badly um a quote that on the first day <laughs> that um, I started sharing things, a, a quote that really sticks with me. I'm not going to quote word for word because I, I I can't at the moment. I'm, I'm so my brain is dead. Um, but it goes along the lines of that riots are the voices of the unheard, and that's true. I mean, look how many quiet um, and peaceful protests there there have been. There was the taking the knee. There was the I can't breathe T-shirts. I mean, going back, 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 back. Um, to the civil rights movement, there were walks, there were marches, the Million Man March, um, Rosa Parks, who who refused to give up her seat on the bus, um, it, it, taking a quiet personal stand against um, the segregation laws of, the, of those deep southern states. Um, we can't, I mean, these are all within my mum's lifetime. You know, these aren't, this isn't um, a distant history. This is this people that we know or people of an age group that we know have experienced those things. Um, mm. And unfortunately, until things hit the economy, no one wants to take a stand. We can continue to ignore them. Um, I know with apartheid, thank, uh, we, Brits, and I don't know which other countries, so I'm not going to quote, but Brits stopped buying South African produce. And that's when st- things started to change because it hit their economy and they thought, God, we need our, we need our business back. We need our economy to thrive. Um, and unless yeah. we change our, our political views, then we're, we're going to fail. We're going to struggle. Um, so it's not until, unfortunately, it's not until people with power are able to make a, a change um, that that things will really make a change. Um, yeah, it's not as simple as 
us all posting a black square, unfortunately, and 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 claiming to uh, not claiming and and saying that we're not racist or sharing some information, um, because these problems infiltrate um, our, our whole system. I mean, uh, so I'm, I'm really going on now, uh, but um, yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, you hear statistics about the black women being four times more likely of dying through childbirth. I mean, I'm of course a dentist. I've got a, a bit of interest in uh, in in skin. Um, and when you see the presentations of certain skin conditions in textbooks, there is no example of what that skin condition appears as or presents as on a, on a, a darker complexion. So these things are going misdiagnosed. And, and that's how deep um, this not racial bias, but this um, kind of kind of ignoring of, 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 of racial issues goes. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting that you say that about about even the the textbooks because yeah. for me looking that I probably wouldn't have even clicked and um, but obviously now we've discussed it I, I definitely will now um but yeah that, that's interesting do you, do you think um one of the main problems is lack of education yes and no um I think education will stop um, these kind of, I call them microaggressions. We all call them microaggressions, but they're, they're still aggressions. I don't think we should um, pretend that they're, they're not just as hurtful as being called the N-word. In fact, I personally find them more hurtful um, than outright racism because you can't stop them. It, they happen all day, every day, in the workplace, in the gym, wherever you are. I'll be in the supermarket and be followed around. I one particular time, I just finished at the gym, starving, diabetic as well, helpful, um, needed um, needed something sugary. So literally the pace that I ran into the supermarket, grabbed a banana, of course, straight to the till. And the security guard followed me around the whole store. Um, and I can't tell you, I mean, it's up to, it's up to um, interpretation, of course, but why was he following me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's just, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think another sort of topic that I've thought about is um, the issues that come up um, in conversation toward, with the hate towards police at the moment. So mm. I have a close friend who um, she works in the police force. And I was speaking with her this morning um, and she said that she's finding it quite hard because even her closest friends are sort of attacking the police as if it's all police and mm. all policemen and women are wrong and are racist. And she's really trying to defend, you know, herself and say, but that's not the case. I mean, look at me, for example. Yeah. But I... I maybe think it's important to clear up that that people aren't saying hate all police men and women. Um, it's it's only them. Like we're saying that some policemen and some police women abuse their power, and that is what needs to be stopped. Absolutely. Do, do you agree with that? Or... I, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, um, someone shared a video the other day, and some professions and some careers can't afford to have bad apples. Um, can you imagine having one bad apple pilot? Like, mm. that's dangerous, you know? And as we've seen with George Floyd and with countless others, 
one bad apple kills you know yeah um the tension comes from so i could tell you so many of the black and mixed race boys that i grew up with or went to my school that were stopped and searched um um i I know that this is quite a contentious issue um, because, yeah, if you meet mix meet uh, the description, they they have um, rights. Um, but when the description is so broad to say you were in a certain area between four different hours and you were between five foot five and six foot five, mm. um, that's gonna that's gonna <laughs> mean that, that <laughs> capture a whole lot of people that really are unlikely i mean they've been stopped on their ways home from school with their rucksacks and you just think come on this kid was clearly at school yeah a break um and that's where that's where the the anger comes from it's it's of, of years and years and years of of oppression really from those bad eggs um but you automatically it's hard to erase that kind of that kind of feeling or that kind of anger um yeah, so that, I think that's where that's where the tension comes from. No, no one's at all saying that all police officers are like that. But if you know you've got a bad egg within your your group, you got to call them out. It's yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm right in saying that all four police officers involved with George Floyd have now been arrested. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah, that makes me really happy because. Why that couldn't have happened sooner, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a positive, definitely. And I think um, the main guy has been um, his counts have been raised as well to second degree murder because first they were saying um, effectively manslaughter, and you think, goodness me, how how much clearer mm. do you need it? You've got multiple video <laughs> video evidence, incident. yeah, from different angles. Like we've all seen it, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah that's just crazy to me I mean I watched a video this morning that someone had edited um I put it on my story about Trump (laughs) um (laughs) making certain statements about these people uh throwing punches and then it's a clip of his police force throwing the punches and it was just a, a like a 12 minute long video of just that cycle of him making a statement and actually his police force (laughs) doing those things that he was saying um and that for me that was really powerful to watch that video because it sort of cleared like so much up for me as well Mm -hmm. and of course maybe that shows the police force in a bad light that that video um that's not every police mm. you know man and woman like that's that's not that's not um what the video was showing but it was a really powerful video um and it did a lot for, to help me understand yeah. um i think maybe in the uk if is it that the police if they do become violent is it that it doesn't reach the media as much or do we just not have the issue of it being so violent because mm. it's definitely more of a thing in the states that i see than than over here yeah i mean thank god we our police don't have guns <laughs> i think yeah, america's, yeah. america's gun laws especially really don't contribute to the matter but it's 
I'm I'm glad that these videos are becoming um, more visible because uh, more so in the states. But it will it hopefully will lead to reform because the good police obviously don't want their their um, integrity questioned all the time. So maybe it's for them to say, look, this is not what we do, um, and and maybe they can re look into how people are trained and what they're told to look out for, um, and also to help to get rid of this this um stereotype of black people always being angry i mean slavery went on for what 400 years um black people are angry and they've got every right yeah. to be angry to in it you know uh, because nothing has changed and nothing is changing um i know a few of my friends have posted well this is fun for the time being um will we still be talking about this in six weeks and honestly it's unlikely because the, the, these hashtags have gone around so many times. I found a post from 2016 on my Instagram um, about taking the side of the oppressor by saying silent. That's from 2016. That didn't even gain any um, momentum then. We've forgotten about it. It's mm. like we're seeing the hashtag for the first time right now. Yeah. No, I, I was actually discussing this last night. Um, I was asked... Um, do why has it taken this for this to all come about and I said it hasn't (laughs) taken this I said this happens often if somebody is murdered in the states and it does seem to be that that really triggers it and there's video evidence and it gets shared around the media the world goes into this hashtag 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 and I don't think it should be something that's a month-long thing and then we all slowly and all of the influencers sort of forget and they've posted like 50 pictures since and not relevant and I think it's something that we need to keep talking about and don't stop talking about until we have a solution which may be years you know to turn some people around it, it may be a very long time but I don't think we need to stop talking about that until this is done definitely so for me, that's that's how I feel. So I, I'm not going to, you know, last time, yeah, I, I probably did stop talking about it. And I completely hold my hands up to that. Um, but this time, no, I, this is, I'm older now. I'm watching more. I'm educating myself more. And I think this time is is the time for me to to really push it as far as I can. And I have a very small platform, um, you know, and a very small following on social media and things, but I'm still going to use it no matter what your platform, even if you have 10 followers, you know, those 10 followers, you are still being influential to those people. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep pushing it for for myself. This is the start, isn't it? Um, Having this podcast and and using your voice to, to talk about things that you care about, but also, what I've said to um, some of my non-black friends is it means so much to see them posting it, not because not to show that they're not racist, but because they're going to reach people that black people don't. Um, we yes, still, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of people that don't have a clue about what this, as we said before, what the hashtag means, why we're only seem to be supporting black lives. Um an unfortunate conversation I've had with um, a friend in the last few days um, is that unfortunately some people also don't want to hear things from black people. Um, When you Mm. say something, you're playing the race card, you're 
you know, um, you're finding problems where there aren't any. I've been told countless times, no, that wasn't racist, Zara, why are you overreacting? Um, and so other people using their voices, who other people who aren't directly affected, can make much more noise quite often. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think there's that whole thing of as well of, like you've just said, no, Zara, you're overreacting. Actually, who are you to say I'm overreacting? If I find that offensive, even if you don't think it's racist, if I find that offensive, I'm going to react. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't really understand that, that those sort of comments, because to me, they're just, you know, completely um I will say one of the things that was brought up this morning I'm in quite a big group chat with quite a lot of friends and I didn't actually comment but they were discussing one of the um boys just asked if somebody could explain why we were protesting here um for something that's happened (laughs) in in the states he just said I just I just want to like he wasn't you know he just wants to know he wants to educate himself which is great um, and one of the other boys who he feels really passionate, the same as me, listed off and explained and explained as best he could. And even still, there's some people that maybe aren't necessarily understanding and getting it. And that's not necessarily their fault. It's, I think it is just, you have to accept when you're wrong and that you're that you don't know enough about a topic or that you need to learn more. I think you have to accept when you're being ignorant. And I think for some people that's, that's super difficult. Um, But one thing they did bring up, which I sort of really question is, so obviously if you think about London um, and knife crime is a massive thing at the moment in London. And like you say, people being stopped and searched is majority black young men why is that is it because it seems to be gangs of black young men or are they just not taking notice of the of the white gangs or you know like what is that issue because to me I don't think it's needs to be a race thing I don't think there is just black gangs there's 100% thousands of white young men who are the exact same Mm -hmm. and women who are the exact same why is why is that that divide why when we think of gangs do we think of young black men that's so hard <laughs> i don't really get out no it's fine Sorry. um it's a great question unfortunately that it, it's true it unfortunately is true unfortunately um a lot of gangs are predominantly black men. Um, but then we go back to the issue of why that's happened. And ultimately it's poverty. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, that, it's same in the States. Um, Caribbeans came over in their droves in the 50s, 60s um, from the Caribbean, obviously, because I've said the Caribbeans, um, <laughs> um, as part of the Windrush generation. Um and oh this is a whole a whole it's a big topic um but poverty ultimately i'll leave it there I, i'm and I'm, I'm, it's it's yeah uh, yeah it's a bit of an emotive and and um difficult topic to talk about but if you don't have opportunities to grow what do you do um mm. 
and it doesn't yeah. help I, I don't know if it's become worse I, I'm not um all that well versed in in talking about violent crime but I don't know if it's become worse with the Kardashian generation everyone wants a Gucci belt everyone wants Louis Vuitton loafers um and if that's a quick way to get them then and you don't have any positive role models um and you really think about it how many how many black positive role models are openly discussed in, in, in the world there aren't many um there are lots of smaller groups um that have been set up i know um i'm a part of the afro-caribbean mental men, medical mental um group um and that's just trying to raise awareness that that we do exist we are around um and we're here to help and talk you through and 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 deal with some of those um those difficulties and and um stereotypes and preconceived ideas that black people can't get into medicine i mean i've had uh, one of my one of um the receptionists i used to work with has had so many patients that will call and say yeah but what race is he or what race is she if they have a name that doesn't sound white um i've experienced it people will come into the surgery and I've got quite an English sounding name um, or they may have spoken to me on the phone. Or of mm. course, I sound like a white girl, as I've been told. Lol. Um, <laughs> that was very tongue in cheek for anyone that doesn't know me. Um, and you can't you, you see it. I don't I, I, you see you see their face sink. You see the distrust that they have in you. They um, might go to your nurse. Um, they might direct all their conversation towards your nurse because they just don't quite believe that you are qualified or that you should be there. Um, so mm. we, we need we need these um, these examples to look up to. Um, I was quite lucky growing up, but I know not everyone's had those those positive role models to look to. Yeah. I mean, in regards to the um, poverty issue, personally, from a personal level, I understand that because, um, I again, I think many people know, not everyone that might be listening, but I know that I myself has ha- have worked, um, sorry, has, <laughs> I myself have worked um, with a lot of homeless charities. Um, and it, it's the same sort of issue, seeing you know, young guys and, and women as well, in that position, they've fallen into the, the sort of trap of drugs mm. and alcohol and, and violence, that there is violence on the streets. And it just, again, it is the, it is the yeah. poverty issue. Where, where, what else, who do they have to look up to? Where else do they have to go? What else did they have to do? Mm. Exactly like you said. So yeah, I think that that yeah. is a really good point to make. I am um, definitely. I, I mean, particularly in in the states, of course, um, Black Americans. You know, the slave trade they were taking there and their droves. Um, when slavery finally came to an end, um, they became what were called sharecroppers. So they were literally like, "Okay, you're not a slave anymore, but we're not really going to pay you, and you don't actually have anything anyway." So, and this was a hundred years ago, you know. Um, and then we've got the the problem with the incarceration system and the bail system. When these black men go off to jail and often they're 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 um they're what's the they're, the time that they spend in jail what the, what's the word i've lost my words um is is a lot more dramatic than their white counterparts so you've left children yeah. fatherless and the father often may have been the one bringing in the income 
Um, and it's just a vicious, vicious, vicious cycle. And of course, they don't have healthcare, rights to healthcare and all the rest of it. They're in lower paid jobs. They're often not shown the same properties as other people. It's it's just such a vicious, multifaceted cycle. Um, and it's, I'm not excusing violence. No, not at all. Never. Um, I'm not excusing crime. But it's, unless we tackle the causes of those crimes and, and the, the causes of, yeah, of why people end up in these situations, then we it's going to be hard to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, one thing I think, again, most people listening will probably know, um, but for those who don't, both Zara and I compete in pageants. Um, and obviously I watched your live stream um, the other evening with Charlotte, Patrick and Duncan. And you discussed the fact that you were the first ever black woman to win a galaxy crown in the UK. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, but how how did that feel it for you? Was, it was magical. So um, I started... So um, my first pageant was Miss Ghana UK, my dad's Ghanaian. And I thought, oh, this is exciting. Like, um, yeah, we, we've got... Why didn't I enter a UK pageant to start with, I suppose is the question. Um, and that's because views on beauty are very, very, very messed up. Um, and they still are. Um, and it's not just between black and non-black people it's between black people as well it's within the so-called black community um certain features are seen as more um attractive more european features lighter skin um less so-called kinky hair um longer hair i remember being at high school and never ever ever feeling beautiful i mean luckily i've got um very strong um people around me my mum and my sisters um but it was actually a thing. Um, black girls just weren't pretty at school, weren't deemed as pretty at school and high school and so on. Um, so a friend of mine said, well, why, did, why don't you just enter a UK pageant? And and I did, and I don't look back, but I don't um, I don't deny that it, it does sometimes feel harder competing as a black woman in, in general pageants, um, especially it's partly because you, you're told, that you grow up with everyone asking, well, yeah, but where are you really from? You say you're British, I'm British. Yeah, but where are you really from? Mm. Oh, you mean like my grandparents? Yeah, I can tell you that. But then just ask, you know, because I wouldn't go to um, a white yeah. person and say, oh, but where are you really from? You know, there's no need. Um, so winning that Miss Galaxy England title was massive for me, um, especially because there were so few people that had done, that had won national pageants as black winners before, especially in the UK. Um I didn't realise until quite recently, and I'm sorry if this sounds like a uh, sound like a broken record, um, but I didn't realise what an influence that had had on other other black competitors um, that are seeing me win. Um, because mm. I just did it for me. I liked pageants. I enjoyed it. Put my all into it and, and went for it. Um, and it's yeah, it's just recently that I've realised that it kind of gave people a bit of an impetus to think, yeah, I can do this too. Yeah, this 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 bias that we we feel, yeah. I don't want to say imagine, because we do feel it, um, maybe has changed somewhat. And I know there have been several, several black yeah. winners since. Um, one thing I will say here um, is I don't want to take anything from Saffron Kokoran, um, who was the first biracial winner um, the year the year before. Um, but I think my the reason why I say I'm the first black winner is because 
historically there was something called the one drop rule and the moment that you had any any ounce of black in you you were black and you were seen as black by society and you were denied certain privileges and you were segregated with the black people and never with the white people and this is something that went on for centuries um and i think it's important that we pay attention to to that bias in its own right because a biracial person is exactly that they are a combination of two races they are as white as they are black or whatever their their combination is um and i think especially when it comes to beauty um again this one drop rule um uh, still exists and you'll see instead of casting a black person in an advert they'll cast a mixed race person because they think ah oh, yeah but she fits she fits the the gender she fits the black yeah. Again, it kind of perpetuates that view of what is seen as beautiful, the lighter skin, the longer hair, the silkier hair. Um, and I, it's something that I'm, I'm quite um, passionate about talking about because people are often quite scared to talk about biracial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, w- I was going to bring up... Um a really special moment in UK pageantry Mm -hmm. still quite recently. Um, I know we discussed this is when um, we had Shirelle um, win Miss Grand England in 2016. She then crowned Noki in 2017, who then crowned Tina in 2018, all Miss Grand England winners. And I know for me, that was a special moment. For them, that was an incredible moment and I guess for you as well you must have thought oh my goodness this is just amazing I I thought it was I'm glad you said that because again you almost feel awkward for celebrating something like that but we've coming from not having any British black winners to having three in a row or three women of color in a row that 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 says a whole lot about how the system is changing and it's not just about um yeah it's not just yeah it, it's it's um it's positive it's nice to see yeah <laughs> yeah no definitely i i think that's amazing um um so zara thank you so much for um catching up with me this morning um it's been a really good chat a very informative um it's given me definitely a lot to think about um but thank you so much for being on um this will probably be posted um this weekend i'm going to be posting it this weekend um as not special but i think it's Mm -hmm. important to post it now um rather than wait so this will be up this weekend um so yes i'm really looking forward to everybody else hearing what we've just discussed um thank you again for being awesome thanks for having me speak to you soon Thank you so much again for listening um, to today's podcast. Uh, It was a very powerful one. Um, In the show notes, you'll find all of the information that I discussed at the beginning of this podcast. So if you head there now, you'll be able to find all of the links. Thank you again and catch up with you soon. so much for listening to my podcast um, I really hope that you enjoyed it if you did 
please make sure to share it all over your social media pages and um, get your friends get your family involved um, and make sure you head over to my instagram page to keep updated with future episodes as well as other exciting updates thanks so much guys and catch up with you soon